Assalamualaikum Salam Ramadan You're listening to the first episode of Salam Farihin Ramadan series In this first episode, we'll be reflecting on the first four chapters of Imam Dr. Umar Sulaiman's Allah Loves Honestly, when I first started reading this book, I thought Whoa, what a heavy content to start with. But honestly, there's just something about this book, the way it's written and the contents that just made me find it difficult to put the book down. The more I flip through the pages and read the book, I realize that these are just gems that I want to apply into my life, inshallah, and I want to, of course, share it with others. So, bismillah, let's start. First episode of Salam Farihin Ramadan series. In this first episode, we'll be reflecting on the first four chapters of Imam Dr. Umar Sulaiman's Allah Loves. Honestly, when I first started reading this book, I thought, whoa, what a heavy content to start with. But Honestly, there's just something about this book, the way it's written, and the contents that just made me find it difficult to put the book down. The more I flip through the pages and read the book, I realize that these are just gems that I want to apply into my life, inshallah, and I want to of course, share it with others. So, bismillah, let's start. The first chapter of the book talks about taqwa, which means piety. It says that there are frequent references in the Quran to the love of Allah that comes in the relation to taqwa. And this is because Allah loves people of piety. In relation to Ramadan, Allah declares to us that fasting was prescribed upon you the way it was prescribed to those before you, so that you may attain taqwa, so that you may attain piety. And I believe it is because during Ramadan, we observe carefully how and what we consume. What about outside of Ramadan? We make sure that our actions and character and behavior and our morality, our thoughts don't revolve around anything that would spiritually nullify Allah's love for us. For this chapter in the book, it speaks of how people, some, not all, misinterpret the relationship between fear 
love and taqwa whereas in actuality and this is my favorite from the chapter it says quote indeed the greatest way to be loved by allah is to show that we fear of losing that love unquote taqwa is then referring to us demonstrating our deeds such that we're not going to do anything that displeases allah as mentioned by umar may allah be pleased with him taqwa is like a person who's walking on a path again and again and on this path back to allah there are thorny bushes on the way when they witness these thorny bushes close to them they pull themselves tighter to make sure that the thorns don't tear their clothes or prick them unquote and then umar's grandson mentions that quote taqwa isn't praying long into the night it isn't fasting long into the day it is that you abandon everything that is displeasing to allah everything beyond that is ihsan is excellence about ihsan or excellence we will talk about that in the third chapter moving on to the second chapter however the book covers about repentance <sighs> we are not so alien to this one aren't we i've even probably mentioned in some old episodes that it is the nature the lumrah of us human beings to make mistakes to make errors to just have some little bit of regrets of the silly things that we've done in the past even our beloved prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said every single one of the children of adam is a sinner and that honestly scares me a bit but there are two things that gave me comfort from this chapter of plus one quote of course the two things um that gave me comfort as i said i hope can also relay the same feelings to you inshallah number one it says that allah did not create us to sin allah created us to know how to deal with sin properly and honestly that just made such a great such a huge difference allah gave us the opportunity to allow ourselves to turn back to allah that is tauba which is just a realization that allah is actually giving us the opportunity to beautify our relationship with allah to raise our degree of favor with allah why because allah loves those who repent the second thing that brings comfort is quote the best of those who make mistakes are the ones who repent to allah unquote and it is usually especially during ramadan the month of self cleanse and upgrade that we truly realize and embrace in this feeling thankfully knowing no matter how awful our mistakes may have been in the past allah still loves those who make mistakes as long as we remember 
to turn back to him. From those two points, you can imagine how I felt so relieved and so loved and so just grateful. To top it off, the quote from this chapter goes like this. And believe me when I say, I had the most ultimate goosebumps and all sorts of feelings of relief from reading this. It goes like this. There is no such thing as a sin that can permanently disqualify you from the love of Allah if you repent afterwards and use that to propel yourself towards him. Moving on to chapter 3. It started off by saying that this characteristic that Allah loves in chapter 3 is the most praiseworthy in the sight of Allah. The highest quality that was manifested in the Prophet which is the quality of Ihsan, the quality of excellence. It says here that God consciousness is the stepping stone towards excellence. In here it says that our beloved Prophet described Ihsan as quote worshipping Allah as if he can see him and if he can't see him then know that he sees you. An important point from this chapter that I would like to relay to you is the fact that Ihsan is honoring the sight of Allah upon us in a way that would encourage us to earn extra love from Allah. Ihsan beautifies our obligatory deeds and then it leads us to do deeds that aren't expected of us to hold ourselves to higher standards because we don't want to be just another average person. And this is so beautiful, it says, we don't want to just love Allah, we want to be in love with Allah. We don't just want to get by with obligatory good deeds, but want to do more and more till we distinguish ourselves and become among those who are especially loved by Allah. The idea of Ihsan is just so beautiful because we always want to strive for excellence we don't want to settle for less we want to continue to just be the very best that we can be to our utmost capabilities and honestly knowing that Allah loves those who strive for excellence is just beautiful because Islam is the religion that constantly motivate you to just continue to evolve into that very very best version of yourself and here it shows even our creator wants us to continue to strive in excellence to give more because we are able to provide more because we can and to just be excellent it says here that people who are of ihsan they spend in ease, they spend in hardship, they swallow their anger even when their anger is justified. They really don't use their anger for things that are petty. They don't use their angers for things that are displeasing to Allah. 
they pardon people even when they are in the right. And honestly, don't you just find a bit sense of peace in your heart upon listening that Allah loves those who do these kind of good deeds out of just the warmth of their own hearts to be able to continue to do the things that can please Allah to avoid the things that will displease him and at the same time elevate your status among humans among everything and most importantly in the sight of Allah it says here in the chapter that Allah describes three types of selves in the Quran the first the soul that commands itself with evil that indulges in evil the second the soul that is accountable that's the self of taqwa of holding yourself accountable of trying to do of trying not to do anything that disqualifies you from the love of Allah and the third the soul that is at peace with Allah that is the self of ihsan that's the person of excellence because they are at peace with the favor of the Lord and they always pursue the Lord's favor even in the most unfavorable situations in life finally we're moving on into the last chapter that I'll be sharing with you in this episode the fourth chapter speaks about angelic praise this chapter honestly is a super duper important reminder to me that we human beings are very special we are ultimately special creations of Allah and why we're special it says here in the chapter that Imam Hassan al-Basri Allah's mercy be upon him said that Allah allows a human being to be elevated in his sight to a rank even above that of an angel it is because an angel has no choice but to obey Allah whereas a human being goes beyond obedience carrying out acts of voluntary praise voluntary love and voluntary worship isn't that just beautiful we have the choice and when we choose to worship Allah we are just amazing don't you think and it is because of this human beings distinguish themselves in the sight of Allah and are elevated to a higher position in paradise as a result one thing that this chapter has reminded me about in relation to Ramadan is you know how Ramadan is about maximizing your good deeds your prayers your zikrs, your glorifications of Allah and it is because we are trying to have Ramadan fulfill its purpose of being that holy month of being that ultimately blessed month of the year it is because that it was mentioned in the hadith that when Rasulullah was asked what are the most beloved words of praise in the sight of Allah Rasulullah answered 
the words that Allah chose for his angels. Subhanallah wa bihamdi, subhanallah al-azim. How perfect is my Lord and may he be praised. How perfect is my Lord, the Almighty. The Prophet said, These were the words that Allah chose for the angels to glorify him with. And that is the reason why they are the most beloved of words. It is said that this is the expression that matches the ihsan or excellence in pursuit. And I believe that especially in this beautiful month of Ramadan that we should make full use of our time to glorify Allah in the most angelic praises of them all. From today's episode, I hope that we all can find ourselves to be a person of taqwa, continue to make tawbah, be filled with ihsan, and fill our hearts with angelic praise towards Allah, inshallah. I hope that today's episode was very useful to you and that every message that I try to relay to you is successfully relayed. <laughs> so until you listen to the next episode of this Ramadan series, there are four goals that I hope you and I can achieve together. When I think about making these goals, I thought of what is that one thing fits all kind of thing that we can try to put into practice as we take our first step into making that positive change in our lives. So I thought about one of the most important things in our lives, which is prayer. So there are four goals that we should aim to achieve before we listen to the next episode. In relation to taqwa, which is to avoid ourselves from doing the things that may be displeasing to Allah, the main goal is to be on time for our obligatory prayers, inshallah. The second goal in relation to repentance and prayer the goal is to istighfar after every obligatory prayer for at least 50 times that should be easy right and to not just do it for the sake of doing it but to actually digest the meaning of the the care that you do To reflect upon the past sins but also to remember that Allah is all forgiving and if you just if you carry this out with your most earnest most honest feelings you're good to go the third goal in relation to ihsan or excellence and prayer how do we have excellence in our prayers this is actually one of the things that I learned from uh, Ka Aydazlin she once uploaded a video on YouTube I think or was it Facebook and she said 
to whenever we want to meet our creator imagine we're going out on a date and whenever you're gonna go on a date you always want to look your best you want to smell nice you want to look absolutely beautiful good very fresh so to ensure excellence in our prayer maybe we can make sure that we are not just on time but also be in our best clothes be in our best smell and basically be presentable before we meet our date and the last goal which is kind of a continuation for the second one to include a lot of the care during your prayer to maybe use that angelic praise that i mentioned earlier in this episode to include that into your after prayer and inshallah may we all be better versions of ourselves um, once we get used to these everyday goals everyday challenges and ultimately ensure that our ramadan is productive and transformative inshallah i would like to end this episode with a prayer that may our hearts be cleansed may all of our deeds be blessed and accepted by allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inshallah ameen see you in the next one thank you so much for listening to this week's episode Hope you find it beneficial and just sort of be able to remind yourself of your goals and your own missions for not just this world, but also the next. With that, I end this week's episode and I hope to see you in the next one, inshallah. Much love and prayers from me, Farihin.